are tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz, buzz. begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Rain. That is the sound. That is the theme song. That is the song that we all love. Hey all. So much. So much. I Say, love Kate. it. Hey all. <laughs> Kate, you owe the, the fans a lot. I'm not going to lie. I do. I have been, I, I, I have to apologize to everyone. I am I'm very, very sorry that my attendance these past couple weeks have been lacking. I had some family things that were going on as well as I some trips that were going on and then I got a new job and things have just been really really crazy but uh, I'm very much looking forward to next fall and the premiere of the next season of Rain and to be here every week yay I know Phineas sends her love too because she has wished she could be here this entire season but again I do apologize stop hogging the mic no I'm (laughs) so happy to be here Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, um, J.B. Well, I, 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 too, am sorry I missed last week's recap of, of the finale. Cause to be fair, you were coming. It's just that Keaton couldn't make it, and I wasn't here. Therefore, you couldn't do it. It's always exactly. my fault, exactly. guys. It is. I mean, story always of, the woman's fault, right? Life, right? <laughs> At least. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there have been plenty of times when... If, if we're all over the board, it's because there there is an agenda to the show. There's not really too much of an agenda to the show. We're just here to talk season two of Rain here on AfterBuzz TV. Um, you guys have followed us this entire season, if not since season one, and so we want to kind of give back, give a couple of fan shout outs, talk about we we've missed a couple of cast corners, so we're going to catch up on that. Oh, we have um, some cast oh. corners for you today. Yep. I'm sporting the Rain shirt that was given to us. Nice. I, again, and I I do want to say a shout out to all of our fans that do follow us. You guys guys are so awesome and you're the ones who make it so hard for me to miss this after show when I do it. Screw these guys. I'm here for you guys and I'm so sorry I have been out, but thank you so much for all your support and love and conversation. You guys are the best. Yeah, and gifts. Keaton oh, vomits every time she is about to do a show with me because she's like, ew, I have to be uh, in a room with you. No, <laughs> but I for you guys, she sucks it up. <laughs> she does. I love my royal bros. I love you guys. Well, <laughs> royal bros. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the royal bro. I'm the royal, royal ho. ho. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they came into be, play. They came into play. Now, hey, speaking of that, they the did. before we get into the agenda of season two, obviously, you guys owe the fans a, a season two finale kind of analysis. So, um, you know, let's spend some time there. Uh, who wants to go first? JB, you go first. <sighs> Crazy. Like, stuff went down. It um, did. And it I, wasn't a war. It wasn't a war. I said it was. I was excited for a war. It didn't happen that way, but I loved yeah. it. it. No, exactly. I mean, it wasn't, like, a huge gladiator scene. But at the same time, like, it was that epic in, in terms of the things that happened within the characters. Um Mary Shanks Conde, like what the hell, did Mary? Not see that coming. <laughs> Support it though. I'm I'm back on board with Mary. Like, I yeah. She... I mean, the last half of this season, I've really fallen off Team Mary. Like she is just. Yeah. We not, all did. She's not been impressing me at all. Like with been everything. the worst. 
Exactly. Hashtag the worst. Um, <laughs> so to see her finally do something that was like for the greater good, like like a very regal queen move, was nice for a change. Like you know, like she should have done that from the get go. I mean, she shouldn't have gotten to this point, but it was at least you know better late than never. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely. Pulled a fast one. I mean, she kind of went back to her old Mary of, like, having a super plan. Yes, it did work. Obviously, she didn't tell anybody about that, so we can get into that later. But, yeah, I think she just kind of carried it on her back, yeah, and she's I'm like, curious. you know what, this, we gotta set things right. Keen, and I'm she cur- finally did. I'm curious from a female perspective, because I think it's owed to the fans, a female perspective <laughs> on Mary in the past couple episodes leading up to this decision. I have been... You know, and it's, I don't know if I should be frustrated with Mary or the writers or whatever, but I just felt like Mary was such a strong character for, for so long for us. And we saw her, you know, mid-season go through this huge tragic event in her life and, you know, how it broke her down and then trying to see her build herself back up. And with, while building herself up, making a lot of decisions that I don't, think were the smartest decisions for her at the time they were good for her but i think uh, she she couldn't she like couldn't be a queen um and because was she in love with conde Yes, I absolutely think she was in love with Conde, and I think she was blinded by love, and she was blinded by the safety that he made her feel because she wasn't getting that from Francis. And there, it was time after time but after what, time what? that Conde screwed That's her over. Not because Francis wasn't giving it though. And he, no, and I agree with was. you. I what agree was, with you. He he was, was, what was what was what was Francis missing? I mean, if, if, if we had a checkbox of all the things that sometimes Francis you, is and this, was, I know. But this is sometimes you can't you you can't help the way you're. Feeling feeling like if like he like yeah as much as Mary might have wanted things to be okay with Francis she couldn't help how that tragedy affected her her relationship with him and her feelings towards him and her feelings in general around men and so for her to be able to latch on to at least somebody who was supporting her but then Conde started doing stupid things and things that Mary the old Mary would have like light bulb in her head and would have not put up with that crap but she kept forgiving him and kept dealing with it and kept digging herself deeper and deeper and deeper into a hole where I was so frustrated with her as a character but I thought it was so redeeming of her in this final episode to see Mary you know call her ladies all of them kind of made plans to to get well mainly it was Greer but get shit done and they did. And she she took a huge risk. And I know that was very, very hard for her to do what she did to Conde. But she did it. And she was able to not only save herself, um, but technically France, if you think about it. Because they were kind of SOL. So go marry. I, I was very happy with how this episode... It was very. I, I, it was a very gratifying episode for somebody who was such a big fan of Mary and has been angry at her. But I also love seeing Catherine. Frickin', she's back. The crazy Catherine is back, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, this complicates with, many things. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just speaking to all of that. Um, a shout out to one of our comments from Glitter Bubbles. <laughs> all great them, name, Glitter Bubbles. Per, like nailed it. Like Glitter love Bubbles. It. <laughs> Hashtag Glitter it. Bubbles. Every day of my life. <laughs> um, they said, all round, great episode. The old Mary is back. Yes. The old Catherine is back. No. 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 The, the um, Catherine exa- is back. I mean, exactly how I feel. I mean, it's kind of a yes, no. Like, yes, it's so entertaining to watch the old Catherine, like, stir up the pot. 
Um, but I just love to hate her, you know. And by the way, we're all in, uh, it seems the fans and us are in agreement that uh, Catherine brought about the Stefan thing, and we're very much pro Narcisse, not Stefan. Yeah, Stefan. I was like, even when Lola calls him Stefan, I'm like, oh, that's not his yeah. name. Don't you call him Stefan? That sounds weird. He's Narcisse. Narcisse <laughs> yeah. just sounds like a snake, and that's what he is. So that's. But he's a good snake. Nar- I know it's it's, like it's, it's been really cool to see what they've done with Narcissus' characters, but I have not been able to guess where they're going with him this entire season, and I and I love it. I love when writers can do that with a character. What did you guys think when when he says like uh, I thought the hatred of Catherine Dimitri was uh, was so, uh, the worst thing ever, but her love is actually worse because her love is like so overbearing. I love. I mean, I think it's the perfect way to describe her. Like when she is like loves something so much, she will she will do anything if anybody ever messes with that, and she doesn't want to lose it because obviously we saw what she lost the whole Henry thing. So we, I understand why Catherine is the way she is, and I'm I think Narcisse summed it up in that comment. Yeah, no, I think that was a really good line because, you know, she will she's all about herself, like herself, you know, her kids, her family. That is all she cares about. And so, like, yes, she'll get rid of her enemies to protect that. But at the same time, like, she's not going to hurt herself or her family to to do so. So that's where that ends. Like, it is a priority scale. And so if she brings you in, it's like there is no bounds to what she will do to to keep you. But what is what is the limit? Because tonight we really test the limit so much so that... Her own son exiles her with by by her taking this risk with Lola and the child, um, which I didn't know his name before. Right. But now we're giving. Well, no, see, that's exactly my point. Is you know she did that thing like because she thought it was for the greater good. She's, She's just going to kidnap. Exactly like she because it's someone she does love. She's literally going bananas trying to do what she thinks is the best it's thing. It's the only way to save them. At, like, as far as going to Elizabeth to, like, set some secret coup up to, to kill Mary. Like, the woman is is psychotic. Really, Catherine? She's a sociopath. Really? Although I'm so excited. Like, I mean, we, it's good TV, for we, sure. And we just, saw, we just saw a glimpse of Elizabeth, and I love the actress that plays her. I think it's a, it's a much more feminine portrayal of Elizabeth. You usually don't see her looking that, I feel like, beautiful and glam. I mean, Elizabeth is always super glam, but, like, it's a much younger portrayal of her, which is cool, but I just love the sass. The mm-hmm. sass that was in her face, and we just saw that one shot of her and that one interaction with Catherine, and I cannot wait to see what she does next season. It was very much a dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. But you no. gotta love a finale that's a dun-dun-dun, right? Yeah, exactly. It's gotta bring you no, back. I'm, sure. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I think Phil and I were... While Keaton was away over the many, many weeks, uh, we discussed many, <laughs> over many moons, how, uh, we, you know, I wanted at least a bigger story, like with more characters involving England, involving Elizabeth. Uh, so I really hope that it, you know, it looks like that is going to be the focus of the new season three. So Can I say I'm something? Excited. And she's a ginger too. Perfect. And you've used up your words for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. Just- I have so many words I get to use up because I've missed a couple of weeks. So, you have. You no, have like I just want to talk bank. about how like we have been thinking this entire time that Francis would be dead by the final episode. You mean you have been thinking this? <clears throat> you guys have agreed. I with me. don't believe that's. But true. he's still alive. But I he's guess Conde. I guess Conde would be the one dead. Neither of them are dead. 
I mean, he was close. I thought he I when he like passed out after she, I, I she stabbed, stabbed him, him I, I was like, fool, he's done. The, what is, so what, what, you know, uh, uh, let's kind of get into the Conde with him. Where is he? He just kind of, yeah. he escapes. Yeah, he's in the thing and then he's And gone. I don't understand how it was so difficult for him to leave any time before or escape any time before. But now, he can, very yeah. injured, very much, very close to death and injured, he can ride away yeah. and nobody's going to catch out. him. He's like just... Yeah, that was that was strange. It was kind of like a well, we should still keep him because we. Well, you know, he's a great people, character. Yeah, fans like he's him. Great. I mean, <clears throat> is he a threat? I mean, because now that I mean, he's kind of supposedly out of the picture to a lesser extent. And you know, we're going to deal with um, England now. Oh, he's a threat. Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely a threat. Him and his brother are huge threats. He's good. I think he's good. his brother's closer, so he'll probably go back to his brother. But then eventually, he's gonna you're gonna see him. Talking to Elizabeth just like Catherine de Medici was. Um, would you think that Conde will ever be with Elizabeth? Um, may, no, maybe maybe be her way. toy thing, but like she's she, no, she's, she, she's she, over it. She doesn't need him, and the fact that he failed, um, and yeah. she's got Catherine, uh, you know, it, it's it suffices for what she needs, right? So Conde uh, is old news. He's a he's a chess piece now. <laughs> he is. He was just used and abused by everybody. Well, he was bad. making really stupid decisions too. So I mean, when that, when when he got, there's so he many got people making dumb decisions, in, so. he should have just bailed the first time. And he tried to do all. He just mistake after mistake after mistake, and it was just digging his hole deeper. And then. I don't know, but I did, I believed Mary. I did believe Mary was pregnant. Like that was that was really mean. I think <laughs> we were all Mary. very upset. We were all very upset of like Mary. Oh, really? Man. Oh my God! You got to do this one more time. And then when she did it, because this happened within the first five minutes. Yeah. Right. Boom. Shake. War over. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. See, that's where like the you know I gave Kenna the benefit of the doubt and have been you know. Ah, uh, Kenna. Got, uh, like, how, yeah, how have you guys And sort of that's Kenna? where I flipped. I was like, okay, Mary, you're in. Kenna, you're out. Like, yeah, sorry, but you can't, you can't pull one over on my man Bash like that. Right? He's a, he's a royal bro. Like, that's not, not like, happening. What was not it? happening. Isn't it, it, it's, it's one thing, it had it happen, which obviously it did, but it's a whole nother. Women, do not seduce your man. To pretend to get pregnant because you're pregnant with somebody else's child—that yeah. is that, evil and oh wicked. My God. That, that is that stuff ends up on Maury. Wait till next season three, Maury in court. I, I do have Seriously. to say that that was very that, that was very messed up, kind of. But I'm very excited to see where her story is going to go now that she's out. Now of that she's court. seducing like a thirteen-year-old uh, like King Joffrey Ooh. over here. I know. Like, <laughs> I think he's more like Tommen. Tommen. He's probably like Tommen. He's, he's Tommen nice. when you get yeah, your huge kid. But yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, not me. I'm well, no, just saying exactly. That it's like ah, it's so. A, it was so unbelievably low for for Kenna to do that. Like maybe they could have figured but something out. But Mary set it up. Well, no, that's what, that's what, no, like the um, the the bash relationship, thing, yeah. the bash thing. Like that is just like have some respect. Like he never did anything wrong, really, other than like his job. I mean, granted, like they could have talked about that. But uh, Bash was getting a little. He was distant. I'll give he you was, that. Yeah. He was distant. But 
you know, like, they could have worked to fix that. He was definitely trying to. We saw episodes where he was, like, dancing, something he definitely didn't want they, to do. They were, they were just, oh, one person was always a step ahead or step behind yeah. the right. other. It just, it, time, like, literally, had they, like, not seen, a matter of 24 hours could have realigned them right. and, and, and the sense of the information that they had, and it just, it just never worked out. And now Dash has been seduced and well, claimed by so, this crazy just, pagan princess. She, I know, yeah. She's scary. Who already cheated on him and was like, yeah, totally a guy. suck with this guy. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, uh, I don't so, know how all this like Satan pagan stuff. So like, the ET up, moment. Uh, how does it, what, what does that mean for these two characters? You know, she's getting burned. He feels it, and she runs away. I can't believe she got out of the thing. That like, was scary. They, I, ju- I, like, I like kind of screamed her, a little like, bit. <laughs> she's <laughs> creepy. She is creepy. She's like a whole other level, she, like of creepy. She's like a stage five kook. It's like a <laughs> stage, stage five kook. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Although okay. sex must be okay. amazing. Probably well, was. that was weird. That like, that, I, hey, <laughs> if she can summon him like into someone else, like God knows what she can do if it's actually you. I just wish we right? would cut to Steven right now. Steven knows. So like, knows what, what the hell about. are these people talking about? <laughs> um, I don't know. She's trouble. I feel like next season, not only are we gonna be dealing with England, but we're gonna be dealing with a lot more. I think the the magical and mystical stuff is really gonna come back into right. the Rain World because it's been gone kind of this season. It has been, a I, and a lot of it, you know, we do see glimpses of the mystical, and then they kind of re-bring it back and ground it in reality. So, I'm interested how they kind of play this, because it seemed like you can't really, I mean, she, like, escaped a burning fire. Well, Hostradamus like, she was is literally back. on fire, and Speaking she of the imaginary, before we get any further, right, I want to, um, we love TV, you love TV. So, uh, dear fans, I want to tell you guys about a new show on ABC coming out soon, right? So, before we get to the fall, get... That's right. You ruined, like, Wait, the whole... What? It was, what? like, what? supposed what? to be a build-up. We're <laughs> building to the title. It's The Whispers, people, on ABC. You um, would. You would. You know? We were telling a story. We were forming a narrative. Um, you can still do it. Keep going. Do you have imaginary friends? Because that's kind of cute, right? You must, Keaton. No, because they scared me as a kid. So you did, though. I had you... friends that had imaginary friends, and I don't I don't deal with that stuff. I mean, well, fair uh-huh. You had friends if, that so, had them. So what sure. if they weren't imaginary, right? Um, and that's what this whole thing is about, ABC. Whispers is all about uh, an innocent child, much like Keaton still is to this day. Um, but they play a dangerous game, um, and th- th- where the this game could threaten the entire human race. Okay, That's I, can I tell you, I, these previews scare the crap out of me. But in a good way, right? You're like intrigued. You want to know because they're not giving me enough information. But I'm like, wait, <laughs> what is this? Like, I, I just That's it. They're leaving you wanting more. I just, I, it's I the don't, hook. They're telling yeah. a great narrative, unlike you. It is classic. I, I, the whispers, it, it really scares me, and the name I think is so awesome. So I'm very excited for this one. But I don't know. If, I'm gonna watch the first episode. If I get too scared, I'm just I can't watch it anymore. Like I get, I I don't do scary things, guys. I don't do scary things. Here's the thing. It's, it's, I, I cover my eyes for rain. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's as scary as as it is much more of a mystery. The FBI is involved. Um, there's child uh, there's a child specialist kind of dealing with the whole problem. Uh, my favorite Barry Sloan from Revenge, uh, another ABC show. He's on it. Um, he's kind of advising the the president on like uh, he's never seen anything like this. Uh, it's, there's a, there's a lot to the show. The trailer itself, um, I've watched it multiple times. I really like it. I know people that worked on the show. They highly recommend it in terms of uh, what they're excited for in the summer. Uh, so uh, Monday, June 1st on ABC. 
um, at 10, 9 central. It comes out. So once again, series premiere of The Whispers on ABC. Monday, June 1st on ABC nice, yeah, 10, no, 9 let's central. Get it. Check I'm... it out, you know, and we will have an after show here on AfterBuzz TV for it. So have no fear on that. I'm yeah. ex- I mean, Again, this is like one of the shows, summer is very kind of dead with TV unless like you're a Big Brother fan, which I am. I'll watch that. But I'm very excited for like a scripted show for this show because I just think the concept is just so random, but like so intriguing because I'm like, why has nobody done this before? It, it's, it, it's a good hook. It right? is a very in, good hook. In writing, hook. you call it a hook of like, what's, what, what's your tagline? What's your thing? And I mean, imaginary friends that are real, like that's great hook. Hooker for life. My once fans, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Another ABC show. See, ABC is just hey, great. I love Once Upon a Time. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let's let's kind of wrap up. Let's touch on some things that we didn't touch upon yet. Uh, we haven't really we've talked about Francis to an extent, but we haven't really uh, in, in terms of his decision to exile Catherine. Man. In terms of what he's done with Mary, we, we haven't really talked about that yet. And he's dying. He is dying. Which I mean. Again, docu-series. Not surprised about that. As much as I am surprised to see that he had, like, a back and forth with Nostradamus this whole time. Like, like, like they just had secret meetings this whole time? Like, I mean, what? I thought he was gone. That's what I'm confused. I'm like, like has Nostradamus been gone yeah. this whole time? Or is he just getting back? And Or is he is he just been kind of in Francis's corner to kind of be his person? I don't know. To, like, escape Catherine? Yeah. I, I hope that they explain that more early on next season. Um, but, it was great to have him back, but it was just like, dude, where have you been this whole time? Like, it's been going down uh, in court. So, like, you were nowhere to be seen. He knew when to get the hell out. <laughs> but, he, but but the problem is, right, much like with Bash and Kenna, um, the, a lot of times this information that they see, it sparks things into that being. You know? Uh, and, and that's part of the problem with, like, fortune telling is, like, okay, uh you know, would you have dropped the vase if I didn't say anything type of thing? Like, right. okay, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. Who's to say? That's what drives people crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a circle. It is. It is. It's a weird, weird circle. My my aunt went to, like, a fortune teller when I was very young, and she was told that her niece was going to be working in television in some way. My brother used to say, yeah, you'll be a janitor at a television station. <laughs> Are you and the niece? I am the niece. <laughs> yeah, I am the niece. Well, <laughs> I said my think- aunt. Hey man, the fortune teller. I don't know what fortune teller she is. Yeah, but you could have you could you could be your sister or something. It like could that. be my sister who works with horses. So it could be. Yeah, I'm but I'm the um, Talking your mic. I'm I know it's out of practice for you. Those <laughs> <laughs> being really really sassy just like Elizabeth. On behalf of the fans. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Here's the thing. It, I, we, I have to. I feel like I have to do my due diligence on behalf of the fans to shame you enough where it's like oh, I, I'm I never write. gonna miss an episode again. There you go. Can I ask you guys? Not only Francis, where Francis is now as a character, but as Team Royal Bros, mm-hmm. how have you felt about Francis's arc? Kind of, you know, dealing with the Mary drama and how he's gr- he's grown a lot as a character. JB, I'll think? answer for you. Uh, you start because because if I All get right. going, yeah. I'm going to go off on a twenty minute totally, rant. Totally, no, I hear that. Um, and I could I could be right there with you. I'm going to dial it back a little bit because there's a lady present. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> No, I don't want there you to dial it back. I want to hear the know, honesty. Like, well, had you been here, you would have you would have gotten an earful. I have no remorse. Um, All the fans are going to be like, "Stop bitching at Keaton and just talk <laughs> about the show." No, I, I I thought Francis did basically everything he could possibly do. 
like to make things right with his marriage, to make things right with France, like to be a good king. And for him to just have this pot, like, I don't know how long he's known that he's dying, but like, you know, it could have been a long time. Like it could have been since Nostradamus left. Like or earlier, like literally, we. I think about think about that in terms of him, whether or not he gives himself up. It's like, okay, does he have the knowledge that he is dying? Because he, if he is, and the fate of France is at hand, then okay, does he just give himself up willingly, knowing that he is going to die, and that for the betterment of Miriam and in some ways, hopefully France, this works out. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, Phil. But that's a huge that like. If he's how like how long has he known he was dying? Because yes, like why would you not just make sure Mary was going to be in a good place? Because Conde would have protected her. Who knows? But I, I think Elizabeth would have done. There was no. I way mean, Conde in a way, he gonna... was doing that. Like That's he what I'm was, saying. he was setting Mary up to be happy. Like he was literally like, okay, have this affair under my roof. Just don't get caught because I can't protect you. Um. You know, like that, maybe that is why, or maybe that is a reason, like that helped him come to that conclusion, or maybe he's fu- found out more recently. Um, either way, like that is a unbelievable thing to go through, and for like on top of everything else that he's dealing with, he's the king. He's got like more on his plate than anyone else does. On top of the fact that he is struggling with this health issue. Here's what I have to. Ready, ready, Keaton. I'm please. And by the way, fans, um, I hope you realize this is a bonus episode. So you know what? If we go off tangent, allow it. Yeah, this is it's just a bonus. It's the special all. features. It's that's special right. features. That's right. It's the what, commentary. We should film a commentary of an episode of Rain. I think it'd be hilarious. We should. Um, I'd be down for that. Let's let's pick just a more lighter episode. The, not put it on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Ladies, you guys want the man of all men. The man who can do everything. The man who does everything for you. The man who's chivalrous, uh, notorious, and all these things. And yet, here is Mary with that man. And she cannot. She cannot. (laughs) Ah, It's just so frustrating. Like, he is there. This is the, this problem from the 17th century or 16th century or whatever century this is. I think it's the 15th century. 15th century? No, wait. Yes. 16th century. They're in the 1500s. Okay. Sorry. So, so there you go. Has carried through the centuries and still lives to this day. And I hate it. And they've done a great show of reflecting that, but I hate it. So wise up, women. No, sir, that's my BSA. I'm just kidding. No, I to but that serious. point, like it's it is frustrating because it's like how can that not be good enough? Again, like, this is you guys have to understand that Mary went through a super traumatic event. Sometimes you can't help the way you feel. Have you never heard the the what Selena Gomez song? The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> okay, no, but here's, here's the. Okay, so it's not always the smartest decision, but she was just and like you can't and go with your feelings as they've already established. But then Mary forgot about that and started go following her feelings and making mistake after mistake after mistake as a ruler. We've we've JB and I have established a couple of rules while you were gone. Number one, there is no ending a relationship if you see this person at court day in and day out, right? So also, if you're married to this person, I'm pretty sure there's no. Ending the relationship without a divorce, mm, probably an go. annulment as well for them. Now, to be fair, Mary's Not gone like, through. Yeah, I think it's too late. Mary experimented with Bash, 
and then came back to Francis and said, "You are my one true love." Right? Yes. And then she kind of has this on one. Yeah. <laughs> and she uh, she does this thing with Conde, and then kind of today's episode, she comes back to Francis. You have always been my one true love. Really? He's always been the true yeah, love. Just, it can I, sure can I, didn't feel like it when you're banging this guy in the basement. Can I? Can I? Off going off of your tangent. Did anybody else feel like that was the most awkward sex scene? It was, like, just too long. Which the, one? the sex what? scene between uh, Francis and Mary? No, it was just right. I, I mean, thought it, it was, was super, like, it was just too long. I don't know. It was too long, and it was Why? a little awkward. Are you, are you weirded out? I'm not weirded out by it, but I was just saying, like, I felt the, like, I felt like the passion was lost, and, like, the the impact of it was lost because they spent too much time on it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it's been... The bash you know, and Kenneth scene. It's been Boom, a long time. Boom, get it. I guess. She basically raped him. Yeah. She set it up. She set that whole thing up. It was a charade from the get-go. Phil wishes he was bashed in that moment. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, no he. she lured him in under, like, false intentions. Yeah, lady, you know what? Uh... God, I don't want to get like, into it because here's the thing. Then, then, I, then JB and I get called sexist and all this other stuff, and I don't want to get into it. Yeah, let's not. This is a happy. This is a happy, before. fun bonus episode. Uh, what other characters should we talk about? Do you want to talk about Lola at all, or the the, the baby, the prince? Is there we any kind of uh, did? I mean, what, yeah. what, are you, what else are you going to say about him? I don't know. What about Lola and Narcisse's relationship? Love it. <laughs> Well, I'm a fan of Narcisa. I respect Lola a lot, so yeah. I'm what about that. Greer and Lace? Well, I, I'm so it's sad over, they're not, not together a, anymore. Please, it's gonna be, they're going to be back together next yeah. week. <laughs> well, I think I think Lace is. Uh, They've been off again. Claude, again. Claude wants some Lace. Wait, wait. Yeah, well, wait till wait till Lace finds out that the whorehouse was of benefit to France, right? I mean, if if they, I'm in support of Lath and Greer getting back, like getting together at the end. But Lath has to have an awesome time until then. Yeah, we gotta like hit. He's, the, he's you want Lath to sow his wild oats? I want. Yeah, I want. I want. Well, no, I just, we should have. Greer is not have, a whore. We should have mistress. Parties. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Lath shouldn't be so upset. She's- she is the brothel owner. No, she not, is a I'm not, lady. I'm not saying that she is. I'm saying that she chose her own life over a relationship with him. So and saved that's France. fine. Like do you do you Thank you me. do you, he's gotta do him. I so just I'm love Lath and I really want him to be happy and and I, I, I Greer Exactly. I'm I'm very happy Greer is independent and like I get it and I wish Lath was more supportive of it. Where do you guys stand on Claude? Because Claude did kind of come. I mean, you're, you're gonna raise a baby in the in the in the. No, that you have Sorry. another house. You buy another house. Yeah, with the money. you leave. You but leave yeah, where, work at where's, work. And... Where's mommy going? To Mommy's work. Going to work. Where's Who's daddy going? Who? To work. <laughs> They're all exactly. going to work. Get a nanny. Um, I don't know. I don't support it. I don't support it. Well, Lola can take. Ladies, if you are a brothel owner, uh, lady of the night, you're not interested. Um, I didn't say that. I said I, <laughs> Just I, don't, for your, I don't know for the mother of your that, child. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't okay. know if the lifestyle can continue. Okay. And uh, uh, Claude, I want to talk about Claude. Where do you guys stand on Claude? Because this is a character that kind of just came in, took over to an extent, and uh, has stayed ever since. And she's grown on me. She's growing on me too. This episode, I, I don't know. I mean, 
She's like the rich Some, kid of the of of the France castle. Yeah, rich kids of Beverly Hills. That's what sometimes I'm just like you're so annoying and you're so pointless and you're only bitchy because to be a bitch and you're only royal because you're a royal. I don't, she just annoys me a lot, but like, but it's reflective. She's fun, of society. I guess. Yeah, she she can be fun sometimes, and I I like to see her grow. I like to see her being self, becoming self aware, and realizing like maybe some of the decisions that she's making and the actions that she's uh, right. doing well, are wrong, just, or just care about someone other than herself, yes. which is like Lath. Yeah. Like that's why support support Lath um, Fling. With- yeah. All right, let's do let's do this. Let's move into um, kind of more overall season type stuff. Um, let's start. We'll, let's do a roundtable thing. Let's do. Uh, We'll do we'll do top three moments for each. Ooh. We'll go once around, then we'll come back the around. Season. And, I like the it. season. I like it. Who let's wants do it. To, who wants do you want to start first? I'll start. Um let's see. One of my top moments of this season was when we got King Henry back for a little bit. Okay. Because he is it my favorite. He's be. my favorite Delph. And um and yeah. I, I was very happy to see him back, and I wish he could always come back as a ghost. But he has a new job on a new show. Okay. Um, go ahead, JB. Um, I really liked when we uh, when it just came crumbling down for Narcisse. I mean, up until that, uh, I love the dude now, but like up until then, he was just the sworn enemy. So to see everything just in like a fiery blaze at the barn like go down for him was just it was awesome I'm yelling Timber (laughs) Um, my favorite um, kind of in terms of like emotion things rising get really excited I love the moment when Condé looks around and he sees like his followers you know what I mean? Cause that I can, was a good moment. I can imagine myself, and, and like it just builds and builds, and, and, and it almost reminds me of the Dark Knight Rises when it's like, you know, they're all chanting, and boom, like, let's do this! <laughs> um, that was pretty, yeah. That, that's a good moment. No, I, I mean, that's a good point. As much as I disagree with that, like him as like a character and being like an opposition to who I support, it's like, if you were in that position, how could you not... Yeah. be like swooned by that whole ceremony like everyone that you've known pretty much is like chanting your name as the should be king like hello like yeah. mm-hmm. no one's gonna be like eh. <laughs> I'll pass round two keep round two I really loved the moment when Mary went through like after after Mary was raped when Catherine really came to her side as a supporter and, like, as a woman to tell her to use this to strengthen you. If only Mary continued to listen to her. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. It has to be said. Um, yeah, you, you're, you're, very, you're very right on that point. But I, I just, I think when Catherine and Mary work together, they're just these two great characters. I just love seeing scenes with them together. And I really, really liked uh, that kind of pep talk she gave Mary. Right after um, she went through that huge tragedy, tragedy to get Mary to kind of come up and held her head up high and move forward. Mm-hmm. So that was a good moment. JB, um, <laughs> I I have to I have to put this out there. Um, the mistress party for Francis. That's awesome. I I I just I can't even fight it. That's just the what the mistress the party. mistress party. Like let's ha- 
get a mistress for Francis party. <laughs> that is probably the coolest thing about being a king is that like happens and is totally legit. Um, I support that. Totally. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to pull an early season one type thing. Um, uh, remember when, when we were first kind of dealing with the spies from England and, and whatever else and people were posing to be the king and the, and the messengers of the king they were they, yeah, were, yeah, they yeah. were doing these the the they were destroying oh, villages yeah. um the, i picked that moment because uh it was very very uh telling of the political times it kind of got this thing started in terms of the threat of england um and it was just something different to see so i enjoyed that mhm absolutely um who it's back to me Ooh, it, it is i got to think i got to think i got to think um you know i i really liked I really liked to see where uh, Greer went. Kind of, she, she was always this character who did everything right, who was always trying to 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 go by the book. To to, she was always doing things for other people so that her dad wouldn't be angry, so she could help her family, all this stuff. And I really liked to see her go to her lowest of low points and then find a way by herself to fix that. She didn't have the support of all of her friends. She didn't really have late. She just kind of started figuring out the how she could help these other and and she did it in a way she helped herself by helping other women even though, you know, it might not be the most honorable thing, um but you know it is the oldest uh career ever. Uh so I I just really enjoyed seeing her character kind of change and not be kind of so bland as she had been in mm-hmm. the past. Yeah. Um, and I think she's really kind of cool and sexy now and saucy, and I just wished Laith could uh, could handle her. There you go. JB, final one for um, you. Phew, a lot are running through my mind right now. Um, just to bring back, like, sort of, because the start of the roller coaster of this season, um, when Conde first, in that first scene pretty much admitted that he was a protestant even though he wasn't really like a a diehard Mm -hmm. supporter he kind of knew in that moment like that was the power move to be made and kind of the only one that would make this whole thing move forward it was just such an intense like here's this new character blasting on onto the scene and just kind of like bold bulldoze his way into the forefront like becoming a main character that way like it was such a cool like he's doing the right thing and I, that's why when i started to to root for him obviously things have changed quite a bit since then yeah. but you know i was definitely on board i was i was a fan when he stepped up in that way it was pretty cool i uh i loved um the the maid who pretended to be king henry ooh because for a number that of reasons, uh, we thought <clears throat> King Henry was kind of coming back in some sort of way, and, and obviously he did, um, just differently. But you know, the implications of that, and it brought Narcisse into it, um, mm-hmm. that because because Francis told the truth, and and Narcisse was right there. And now he's ready to blackmail him, so it really got the ball rolling of that subplot, and and um, and it utilized the tools that it had built of the superstition, the supernatural. Um, into uh, you know blackmail ultimately. Yeah, that so was... I, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, actually, there's one more moment that you just reminded me of is when Bash had to like run out and track down that um, that one guy that wrote the letter. I think 
um, he tracked him down into a cabin and basically had to kill him. It was like the first time that we actually saw Bash like totally had to make a dis- like, moral, like decision. Yeah, like, like that, do yeah. do something in the mo- like for him maybe morally wrong or I mean debatable. He made a, a Catherine very, choice. Uh, <laughs> it was a very Catherine choice. I mean, even more so because Catherine would just poison someone from afar. He literally like stabbed this guy to death. Yeah, he had to. Um, for f- everything. For Francis, for the kingdom, for like it was such a, a bigger than him moment. Like he is like such a selfless person. Yeah. And hence why he's a bro bro. There you go. Um, so I want to I want to shout out uh, a couple of you guys that commented um, I write down some of the ones that uh, I like in particular, but they're all good. Um, Ma- Manday Pier writes, uh, straight, up, straight up Team Catherine will never be Team Mary. Awful character, oh. bland at best, and mostly uh, infuriating. infuriating Catherine, Catherine, Catherine. I'm Team Very. Catherine, but I don't hate Mary that much. <laughs> I mean, I think she's had a rough go the end, second half of the season, and... I'm glad to see where her character went by this last episode, but I will always love Catherine, and I just love I love her. She's great. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate her, uh, Mandy Pierce, sticking to her guns. Yeah, though. good just for you. Straight up, Catherine. That's right. Lonnie Westcott writes, uh, anything with Bash is my faves. I loved all his interactions with everybody. I really want him to be reunited with Kenna. I would like to see the writers strain Kenna out and make her a good wife to Bash. Me too. <laughs> she has been good up until the last uh, of this season and become an airhead. A general is going to be around more than Bash would. Like, really, Kenna? No! <laughs> and uh, just to sleaze or to sleaze around him, sleep with him, commit adultery with him. This is so wrong. Bash has been your true love. Uh, knight in shining armor and in his hand-to-hand sword fight combat with your lover, Renault, you called out his name to save him, so you must love him. Instead of looking for a boy king elsewhere, why can you not try to work your problem out with your husband? Humble yourself. Otherwise, he is hot water with uh, with He's Del- in Delphine. hot water with Delphine. Uh, to put it mildly, go save Bash for once. Um, I disagree with you. I think she 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 was stupid not to just tell Bash straight up what happened um, about getting pregnant and stuff. But she uh, had been trying, and Bash kind of was pushing um, her away. I, was she trying when she banged Renault? No, but before that, so. she was. I mean, they again. It was what Phil said earlier to the, tonight. It was like they just were never at she the tried. right. She was. She was seducing Renault from from when from stage one when she met him in the wilderness. Lived not to mention, Lived she, she was about to run off with Antoine. Yeah. Before that, like she is not, she's been a horrible wife. Yeah, Ken, like, Ken needs to work she, on her she's domestic skills. Borderline had two affairs this season alone. Uh, Kenna, like, you know what? Come on, Kenna. I feel like God bless her, but she should go be with Greer. And I mean, she's already pregnant with this other dude's. I, uh, oh, okay. Kenna's very We're- sexually free. She obviously she was in the very pilot episode. She was the one that was like pleasuring herself when King Henry found her, and that was like, ooh, CW, what are you doing? <laughs> she was. That's what I'm saying. She, she's she, a sexual being. Okay? She's a 16th century girl living in the 15th century. True story. I think That's story yeah. of everyone's life. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you in the 1560s here. <laughs> 
I'll let you read this one. Then. Uh, I was happy when Francis and Mary. Who said it? I said Livnat Perez. We couldn't hear you because we were talking. Okay, well, uh, Livnat, thank you for commenting and watching. Uh, I was so happy when Francis and Mary Mary finally got back together. I almost cried, but now Francis is dying. No, I knew he would die, and my prediction is that I think he will be dead at the end of season three, and I'm not ready for that yet. Well, at least it's not the end of season two because right. that's what we were all thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so. that's a t- that's a. Harsh it's gonna be sad line. to see him go. It'll be really yeah, sad. It's gonna the I show will completely change when that. he's gone. Ricky Rar, hopefully I said it right. Right. Yeah, I love Rar. the finale. Yeah. <laughs> Simple Dude, as that. That's straight, great. Straight up, I appreciate that. You, know you read that he's one. A straight shooter. Amanda. Yes, Amanda Spano. Rain has become the romantic version of Game of Thrones. Instead of all the characters dying, all the ships die. And that's true. We saw a lot of relationships just go down. Was it the Red Wedding? Did we see a wed- red, <laughs> yeah. red Wedding of this yet? Uh, no, I mean... There was that one episode where everybody hated each other. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, there was that like, breakup episode where yeah. it's like nothing is good. I feel like Rain is a little... It's a lot less characters to follow. I mean, I love Game of Thrones and I love Rain, but I think... Uh, well, one's actually historically accurate, one's not. Yeah, <laughs> one really. is a, a docuseries. Um, and and that I'm talking about what, what happened in Westeros. So, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I don't, I actually disagree with you, Amanda. I think there are some similarities with the characters, and I think a lot of the times we compare them just because they both are kind of historic period pieces. Period pieces and so it's easy to kind of relate those two because that's what you just think of. But I don't, I think, um, they're very different. I th- I love that there are strong women in both, um, and yeah, but yeah, I no, I mean I, they're different, but I I see a lot of similarities too. I think that there's so much going on with kind of the dynamics between the people. Like it's crazy to think that like all this global, like ev- like literally the fate of the world as they know it is all dependent on the relationships between a few people, and sort of that is. Very similar between the two shows. You know, it is. It's very. It's intense. Like that. Like one disagreement can mean death for thousands. Like one relationship, one affair. No. I'm good. All right. So everyone's (laughs) favorite segment. Castle, Castle Corner. Corner. Yeah. Now, I'm a little disappointed, fans. You guys didn't write in with your favorite uh, castles, so I had to pick all of my own. And so I looked up the top ten castles of the world. Well, can I just nice. can I just throw something at you right now? Top ten. I already did a Castle Corner on Neuschwanstein Castle, so obviously you weren't there that week. Because it's not always me that's missing it, you guys. Um, um, and I, so there's listen, a whole castle corner just dedicated to Nishvansing. Well, I picked the I, I picked the top five of the top ten, okay. so I included yes a past castle. So congratulations for picking a very good castle. Actually, that castle came there. in. Let's let's do this back backwards, right? Number so, five. Yeah, number, number five. I love the David name. Letterman I style. Love the name Steve's, of this one. Steve is going to stab me because we have to work backwards. So we'll, hashtag this day. we'll do picture number six first. <laughs> um, I picked this one because it's Prague, right? And <gasps> I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Czech. I'm Slovakian. We split up. Um, luckily, it wasn't evil. Um, and so the Prague <laughs> Castle is no, coming in at number five. It's one of the oldest. Um, it, it's one of the largest and oldest castles in the world. The construction of the castle began as early as the 19th century, your um, ninth, ninth century, and it is 570 meters long and around 130 Whoa. meters wide. Have you it's been there? Big. I have. 
What's it like? Did you see the old the oldest part? Can you still see parts of that? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I forget. I was young. So the, the, you know, when you got get like a tour, they kind of I forget how they explain it. What, you know, like a um, school field trip, school field trip type type thing. And um, I, I what I know is I enjoyed it. I haven't been back in a, in a while. I want to go back to Prague in general. I think it's one of the the better cities that doesn't get uh, as much. You know, everyone's like uh, London, for, uh, Paris, and stuff like that. Right. But I think. Um, no, Prague, Amsterdam yeah. and Prague, 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 is, Prague are really, is good. really cool. I love Amsterdam. Um, I'm just blown away that it was built in or started being constructed in the ninth century. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh, old. That is over a thousand years old. <laughs> yeah. More than it. What? It's yeah, it's old. Well, yes, more than over. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I need a mathematician more. here. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Um, so there you go. Uh, there's, there's photos, by the way, um, on the on the video side of things. Um, if you're listening, feel free to look it up, or uh, we'll, we'll maybe tweet some links. Um, if you've been there, let us what's know. Your, what's your What's your Twitter? Oh, my Twitter. You guys can tweet me at Keaton Markey. And, and Instagram as well. There you go. And JB. Yeah, you guys can tweet and Instagram me, if that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, at JB underscore Zimmerman. There we go. No, no, we're not wrapping up, Steven. Oh, God. We were just, <laughs> we were just <laughs> saying, this is where we'll post the pictures. This is where we'll post some of the pictures, so that way you guys can see. All right. Uh, Conway Castle in Wales, uh, UK. A medieval fortification of the north on the north coast of Wales, built by Edward the First during his conquest of Wales in the 13th century. The huge investment uh, uh, on this eight towers castle makes it the most expensive of all castles made by Edward the First, and also the most prominent. That Edward. looks like straight out of Super Mario. Nice, yeah. No, the that, princess is in another castle, like that. That's the Bowser's castle. That's what it is. It's pretty awesome. I mean, if I were to live in a castle, and I do want to. That looks like a typical castle. Like that's exactly what I want. Like that's a, that's. I would buy it if I had millions. You know, it's really really cool. There are some castles that are up for sale that are like in random parts around Europe that like obviously they don't have running water, they don't have electricity. It's very hard to get all that stuff to that are cheaper than like apartments in New York City. Really? Yeah. I'm in. What? All right, I'm sure oh apartments in LA I, too. I, I am. Next, that you're like I'm cut off from the rest of the world. Screw LA. Let's, let's next go. year. We're, Buy a castle. Let's go. We're, we're, we're doing the podcast from uh, from uh, a castle. JK JKP uh, Castle. <laughs> yes, I love it. I want to live in a castle. I'm getting married in a castle. I don't know which one yet, but it will happen. Conway um, Castle is looking good. I have I have first right of refusal over this husband. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, I will let my royal bros choose. <laughs> um, this I can't. I, you you guys read this. Hohen Salzburg Castle. Hohen Salzburg Castle in Austria. It's one of the oldest, most preserved castles of Europe. Uh, it stand in German. It's it means High Salzburg Fortress. It was built in the 11th century and expanded in the 14th century. It is located on a mountain in Salzburg, with a length of 250 meters, which is 820 feet, and a width of 150 meters, which is 490 feet for us Americans. Uh, it is one of the largest medieval castles in Europe. Can we pull up the picture? There we go. Um, largest, nice. So, uh, so th- there you have it. Ooh. Um, that's kind of a nighttime e shot. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's looking good. That's a good castle it's, right there. Austria is a good country. 
<laughs> Not bad. Yeah, no, you Austria's could definitely good throw food, some good beer. You could throw some mistress parties up in there. Okay. There Just saying. <laughs> they would come. They would come. Alright, I'm gonna let you take number two, Keaton, since we've already I've already done, done it. it. JB should you should do never you've never done a castle corner. Well this is the number do two, number two man. is the one you already did. I know. It's but German it's for point. the new Swanstone Castle, which we talked about. I do remember this. Uh, this castle is in the 19th century palace on a rugged hill in Bavaria, Germany. The palace was commissioned by Ludwig II of Bavaria as a retreat and was opened to playing publicly immediately after his death in 1886. Uh, more than 1,300,000 people visit the castle annually. That's a lot. Yeah, and this is what Cinderella's castle was based off of. That's a, it's a pretty baller castle. castle. Pretty baller. It's, I mean, say. it's so like it's so pretty, and you look at it, and you're like, "How the hell did they build this?" Like the where it is, it's just slaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you gotta get, you gotta uh, get I don't know. Build, I mean, right? it was super expensive to build. Uh, to build, I remember it took very, very many years, and it's so elaborate inside. If you think the outside is cool looking, inside you're like, what? Look up pictures, people. Neuschwanstein Castle. Yeah, no, I can definitely. Awesome. Can it's right definitely near. Definitely post up in there. Wait, is that is that the one that you can actually stay in, like a hotel? I don't think you can stay in that okay. one. There, there are castles because there's a lot of other castles on the like ground surrounding this area that this king built or like mm. his family had it or whatever. And I think you can stay in some of those or like hotel. Yeah, the guest castle. Yeah, the like, guest hey, castle. JB, you can't They're stay really, my really castle, cool, but though. you can take the you guest take castle. Take the guest castle. I'll take the um, guest castle. It would be really cool if you could stay in this place because it is, it, it's so crazy and elaborate inside. But it's all like original stuff, so. And it's not as old as you would think it was. Like it was built. 19th century. Yeah, it was, yeah. Looks a lot older than it is. Um, do you want to do the last one or do you want me to do it, Phil? I'll, I'll knock this out of the park. Do it, because, man. Because it ties things all the way back. Where number one comes from France, Mont Saint Michael, a rocky tidal island in Normandy, located approximately one kilometer off the coast. The island's highest point is 92 meters above sea level. The population of this uh, uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site is only a few dozens, but visited by more than three million people each year. The strong tides in the area change quickly and connect and disconnect the island from the mainland on a daily basis. So there's a, so there's the Whoa. castle, yeah, and then we have insane. one kind of and, and it, look at that. That's that's, that's so it with the cool. sea level and all that. So. Um, I want to go oh, there. So I, I assume that photo is low tide. Low tide, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably, like the moat like rises to make it just like an island. Is I there? mean, what a cool place. That is so boss. Imagine oh like you got to go grocery shopping and like, oh man, I missed today. <laughs> I miss low tide. I miss. <laughs> We've got the moat to deal with. I don't. I don't have the boat. Let's. <laughs> we're staying Damn in. It. We're staying in. We're staying. We. <laughs> or if you go out to get groceries and like something happens and you get stuck outside of your oh, island home for got a party all night. Yeah, yes. it's like I, I, let me let me send a pigeon to JB. I'm not gonna yeah, make the party tonight. <laughs> Uh, oh man. man, the bridge is closed. All right, guys. So we've gone for about fifty-five minutes. Uh, some of it useful, some of it fun, <laughs> others of it uh, hopefully educational. But you um, loved every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had a blast. Uh, uh, so, uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up here on season two of Rain? Man, um, yeah. I guess I I I've 
love where we came to know Narcisse, and I hope that he stays sort of on this good grace thing. He's a, a tendency to let his uh, ambitions kind of run things and his morality. Uh, I really hope that we don't see that because I, after going back and forth, I'm I'm happy that Narcisse is is on the team, and and it seems right now that he's doing things for. Um, the greater good, I guess. Okay. Good to know. Keaton? I really loved this last episode. I thought it was a great finale. Um, this season has been up and down for me, um, but I think it ended on a, on a great note. It gave me a lot of answers I wanted. It now has set up a lot of new stories I'm super excited for uh, to come in for, for next season. And I'm just, I, I love Rain, and I love that there's so many of you out there who love the show, too, and uh, take the time to tune in to us and comment, and you guys are the best, uh, so thanks again, and I uh, can't wait for next season, so I hope you stick with us. There you go. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we really do love doing this for you guys, honestly, from the bottom of all of our hearts, um, and it, it, we do, I know you guys take it very much personally, and you guys should when when uh, we're not here. So as much as the show goes up and down, sometimes we go up and down <laughs> with it. Uh, but uh, we take it personally just as much as you guys, um, which is why ultimately we wanted to do this um, as a, as a, a tribute to you guys uh, for tuning week in week out. You're, you, you know, uh, we put an effort into the show, but you guys put an effort into listening each and every week, and that should and is by no means discredited. Um, in fact, that it's praised. Yeah. No, exactly. Thank you guys Thank for being you. the coolest fans ever. Like, yeah. Keep keep it up. Like, I love you guys. I still read my castle book, and I still wear my rain shirt. <laughs> yeah. Even when I'm not here, I wear it. I haven't. I wish somebody would like come, like like comment on it though. Like, I, I want a fellow fan to come up to me when I'm wearing it and be like, "Rain, I love that show." So. Well. <laughs> Never mind, I won't go where you Oh, Lord. I would love to run into, like, one of the cast members who lives in L.A., like, while they're off right now with my rain shirt on. I feel real cool. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's make it happen. All right. Uh, JB underscore Zimmerman. Yes. Team Royal Bros. Team Royal Bros. Keaton. At Keaton Markey. There you go. That's where you can follow me. At AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, this is it, guys. There's uh, There's nothing else Say. Have a great summer. Tags. Until season three. <laughs> Until season three. We'll be back. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz see you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.